The Bucket Plan On Demand series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity, a financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach on advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit ClarityToProsperity.com. Hello, and welcome to the Bucket Plan On Demand. I'm your host, Dave Allison, and I'm joined by two awesome individuals who have both had a big impact in my life personally and professionally. I've got my good buddy, longtime friend, business partner in C2P, Greg Hammer, at a Hammer Financial Group, one of our top offices at C2P. In terms of assets gathered, bringing in, what, Greg, 50, 60 million easily of new assets this year? Yeah, we're at 70 million right now. 70. I undershot you. 70 million. <laughs> and then a first time guest for us here on the Bucket Plan On Demand, David Roth. David is a tax and wealth advisor with Allison Wealth Management. And David is my counterpart in all of our client meetings. Him and I collaborate together on all of our clients' financial, tax, investment plans, and really are a great one-two punch to make Allison Wealth Management happen. Welcome, David. Yeah, thank you. It's great to be here. Awesome. Well, today, the topic that we want to talk about is life support for your practice and your portfolio. And what I'm talking about with life support is, listen, as a financial advisor, it's a pretty easy business when the market is doing nothing but going up and generating good, positive, favorable returns for our clients. But where we truly make our money is when the market goes down and being able to be there to provide good, sound financial advice and discipline and coaching and mentoring and guidance for our clients. Because as many of us know, you know, sometimes the decisions that you could make in these down markets could have catastrophic impact to your long-term financial plan and your wealth. In this episode, actually, David, you inspired me to record this bucket plan on demand and I'll kind of talk about that in a little bit of like your experience of kind of being a newer advisor into the wealth management and retirement planning space. And obviously, when you came on board at Allison Wealth Management, you went right through Bucket Plan 1.0 and Bucket Plan 2.0 and started embracing the process. So I'd love to hear some of your perspective there. But Hammer, I want to start with you here because this is certainly not the, mar the, the first market downturn that you have, you know, navigated through, although, you know, I would probably say like, you know, we started C2P about 11 years ago or so, and it's probably the first major market downturn other than that little one month blip we saw in 2020, where you guys have been running the bucket plan process with all of your clients. Not that you weren't doing comprehensive financial planning before, but with a lot of the tools and the concepts that we teach at Clarity to Prosperity. So I'd love to hear some of your perspective, number one, on like what's going on with you and your advisors and how are your clients reacting right now to this market downturn? What's happening in your annual review meetings with clients? And what are some of the things you're hearing and you're seeing and kind of the attitudes and behaviors of your clients right now? 
Yeah, and I think the obvious thing, Dave, is, you know, all clients are going to be similar in reaction to the market. Nobody likes a market downturn, especially, you know, when you're in retirement, near retirement, and it, it's such an impactful thing to what could potentially be your outcome. And like you mentioned, you know, I, I've been in this industry, it's hard to believe 30 years in September was my benchmark for being this. So I lived through the 2001, 2008 major downturns. And at that point, I would consider myself more of a, an advisor where I was doing a lot of wealth management. And what's, what's funny is, you know, not only were the clients in a similar mindset that they are today, but I was in a completely different mindset. It was almost like fair, right? You know, what was the, the answers we were taught to tell was like, you know, you just got to ride it out. The markets will cover and look at history. And you didn't really have the foundation of a plan, which is what the bucket plan process did to our organization. The foundation of a plan to talk about how you're prepared for something like this. And to already have that, that logic, that foundation with the clients is paramount. So, you know, today I love market volatility. Absolutely love it in terms of the opportunity in the business. This is the best opportunity as an advisor that we've had in the last 10 years, in my opinion. We don't run from our clients. We've taken such a proactive approach, you know, because we have this foundation behind us that as market volatility started to come in, we emphasized, okay, let's get on the phone with our client. Let's talk to them. Let's, let's reiterate the plan. Let's talk about how we have the things in place to address this and, and the expectations in this process where we knew this was going to come and we're prepared for it. And, you know, and clients are so much more at ease. They just want to hear that. They just want to know that there's a plan and they want to understand that, you know, how it's going to fundamentally be okay. And when you look at the soon box, you know, it's the simplest concept to me in the planning process, but it's the most profound and impactful when you have an environment like this, because it just validates it, right? It, it absolutely 100% validates it because you talk to the client, hey, we have the soon bucket in place. You know, this volatility, we're not subject to the sequence risk. We have that time to recover in the later bucket. And then you just kind of revisit the fundamentals of what you put in place. And it just, you can see it, put them at ease. And then you, know, you do the normal things you would do. Say, hey, there's certain things. This is a very unusual marketplace, right, Dave? You and I have talked about this. You know, to experience such a downturn in the bond market when you have such huge volatility on the equity, this has not happened in my 30 years in the industry. Double digit down on the, on the fixed income side in, in connection with a double digit down on the equity side, and the recovery is going to be a lot different, right? And you can explain that to them and make tweaks. You know, hey, we can make these adjustments. We can do these things. But having that bucket plan philosophy, that to me, a very simple philosophy, very clear philosophy, fundamental philosophy for a client that they can relate to and they can see and they can understand is just such a, 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 a weapon in your arsenal to be able to, to comfort them. And what ends up happening in those situations, more times than not, if there's assets we didn't have. They're like, how can I bring these other assets over? How can I bring them into the fold? We're going back and calling other opportunities where we didn't get and say, hey, you know, the environment's a lot different. Let's, do you want to revisit our philosophy? And there's so much opportunity coming through the doors right now with existing clients and, and cross sales and, and, you know, adding assets. I, 
I sat with a, a couple the other night that, you know, we, we didn't have the lion's share of their asset. And they called us and say, hey, you know, we need to revisit this. You know, how can we, how can we, you know, take advantage of some of these things or how can we, you know, resolve some of the issues? And a lot of times what we place is, you know, Davis to Sue Bucket. So that's an easy story to tell, right? You know, we yep. did our job. Now let's talk about how we can fix the later bucket and gather those other assets. And it's it's such a great conversation and it builds it strengthens the relationship so much with the clients, you know, that they know this comfort that they can get because of what we put in place is something that's going to last forever. Absolutely. And I think the reality of it is, you know, going back at least, you know, the last three, five, seven years, we haven't sugarcoated it, right? It's not a matter of if the market's going to drop, it's a matter of when the market's going to drop. And Hammer, you know, we did a great bucket plan on demand where, you know, you're kind of the master of simplistic language, right? You always tell me to shut the engine hood because I get way too technical, yeah. but you're the master of kind of simplicity and, and you kind of give that great analogy of the sump pump. And, you know, guys, share that with kind of all the listeners right now, because I think that fits perfectly into, you know, having that plan in place for when events like this happen. Yeah, the sometimes story is an old one. It just reminds me, I, I realize I haven't used it in a while. But if you're anywhere in the Midwest, we have basements. And one of the things with basements is you have a sump pump. And basically, the purpose of it is to, you know, take the water out as rain comes in so that your basement doesn't flood. And, you know, I was in the house and, you know, you have this false sense of when they say, hey, these sump pumps are a lifetime warranty, right? You don't think that they're ever going to fail. And so you don't prepare for the inevitable situation when it does. And of course, when does it fail? It fails on a Sunday night when nothing's open, it's pouring rain. And I opened up the sump pump because I didn't hear it running. And we're literally right at the top of the, of the pavement. And I have a fully finished basement. Now, fortunately, my neighbor had a sump pump, right? So we were able to swap it out quickly, save the basement. It didn't flood. The next day, I went and bought a sump pump for him to replace the one I took. But I also bought a second one. And what I did is I completely fitted it for the next time, right? It was about that preparation because in my mind at that point, it was like, this is going to happen again. That's that win event. And it has happened two more times, but now there's no stress. There's no pressure. I have an alarm. It lets me know when things are bad. And within minutes I could switch out that sump pump and, and there's no threat of that flooding anymore. And that's really what the bucket plan process is about, right? It's about mitigating those events, those risks, those things that we know are going to occur in our retirement and having that sump pump ready to go. You know, we're ready to go in and address anything that happens because we've positioned assets properly. And that's, that's really one of the fundamental things that I explain with the bucket plan process, right? It's an, it's an asset positioning plan. It positions asset for purpose. And once you understand the purpose of those assets, boy, does that open up the toolbox, right? Because now you can talk more constructively about why we want to use certain types of tools, why we want to have certain types of guarantees, why we take different approaches, why the risk tolerance is different in each bucket. And, and you have the, that, those things in place that bring a lot of comfort. Because one of the things I always talk about with my clients, my job really is to give you the confidence in retirement to enjoy it. Because what I typically find, people walk into my office and the unknown answers to the what if questions often paralyze them. 
And what we often find is they're not willing to spend money because they don't have a plan and they don't have these things addressed. So they end up not enjoying the retirement the way they could have. And I tell them, I want to give you the confidence to enjoy your retirement, to spend your money without that fear of running out of money. Yep. We just, David and I just did a first meeting, a discovery meeting last week. And we were talking to this married couple in California that had amassed about six, $7 million. I think, what was it? Six and a half million, right, David, of investable assets and another 5 million or 6 million of real estate. And like their number one concern was running out of money. And they only needed about a buck 20 a year to live off of based on some of their initial assessments. And we're going to get deeper into the planning, but that was the exact conversation. They don't have a plan, so they're scared and they're going to live a what-if retirement. They're going to not spend their money and enjoy what they've built truly to the level that they deserve because they're always scared of this next what-if happening. You know, the, the war, the geopolitical risk, the stock market, inflation, interest rates rising, whatever you want to call it, you know, long-term care events. It's always this what-if event that kind of paralyzes people. And so, you know, the bucket plan does that, but what it truly does is it makes our annual reviews and our client meetings enjoyable because Greg, I mean, how many times have we heard, and I've get to speak at a lot of conferences all over the country that when the market's down, like it is right now advisors hide behind their phone. They're scared. They don't want to call their clients. They don't want to face the music that the market is down. But having the bucket plan, I mean, David, what have we done like four review meetings in the last week? And it's funny, like I get out of these meetings just the other night when we were meeting with Pat and Cheryl, I walked into my kitchen and I was just like, I love the business that we're in. I love the business we're in because it was such a positive meeting. And that happened because of this planning process and because of the bucket plan. And when we think about investments, I mean, investments for the average person are driven by two emotions, fear and greed. And when the market is doing nothing but going up like the last 10 years, everybody's operating on greed, right? They want to take more and more risk because this money-making ability is unlimited. And then when the market crashes like it has this year, they operate on fear and they just get too conservative and get out. And I think there's a lot of advisors, which I want to segment to you, David, that, you know, I look at myself, I've been doing this for 17 years now. I don't know how that's happened. You know, I, I, I'm not necessarily a newbie to the business anymore, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of financial advisors in this country who have started their career in the last 10 to 12 years, and they've never experienced a market downturn. So they don't know how to have these conversations or properly address clients. Maybe they built a plan that during a bull market had too much risk into it. And it kind of leads me into David, like where I got the idea for this episode was one day we were having a client review meeting and you and I were debriefing after it and you had shared with me and I'll let you kind of tell the story. You don't want to steal the thunder, but you had shared along the lines of I've never really appreciated how much this bucket plan does its job, not really in the up markets like we've seen in the last couple of years, but in the down markets because you were at an FPA event. Go ahead and kind of share your perspective. And, and really, it was it wasn't actually an event, but it, it, I'm on a couple advisor boards, and they they you know talk about you know what they do and some of the strategies they've used. And again, the I mean, the biggest takeaway from the bucket plan and the process was 
that it's what am I supposed to do? If I ask myself that question, when I'm doing financial planning, what am I supposed to do? What's the best for the client? It lays it out. And then once we hit this turbulent time, it's good to see that it actually proved itself that it worked. And what I was seeing on these boards were a lot of advisors saying, I have my clients in all equity positions. They are looking to buy a house. They're looking to you know, go on a vacation. They're looking to actually cash in. I don't know what to do because all these equity positions are down. And that goes back to the bucket plan, sequence of returns risk, and also having that soon bucket and it's this big, it was this big wake up moment for me where I, I'm like, we have this plan in place. So I know it, the client knows it, we're expecting this. And so we could actively plan for this. So it's not a shock that the markets are down. I, I think, and Dave and Greg, you can correct me when we go into these client meetings, they, they know the markets aren't doing well, but the fact that they, we can go through and walk with them and, and say, well, we had this plan in place, we're still okay. And it's still working as planned, even though things are dicey now. That's been a sigh of relief and it's been good to see. And I, I feel as somebody who's a newer advisor, it, it, it's kind of a leg up on some of the traditional, or I, I don't want to say traditional, but planning that some of the other advisors are doing where they're just basically doing a later bucket and trying to do, do some of the other financial planning around it, but not having that Zoom bucket piece. Yeah, absolutely. And I think kind of the proof is in the pudding. Like, you know, I've seen just in the last couple months, our referrals have gone up. You know, the client that we just did the annual review with Pat and Cheryl, they referred their daughter over, which I take those all day long because I know I'm going to have intergenerational planning and wealth. Then one of our clients just referred one of his friends over who's going to have between three to $5 million. And look at like, it, clients are not going to refer their friends and family if there's kind of chaos going on in their investment life. They don't know that they have a plan, but I think that that all just leads to a happy, more satisfied client. And it is that, you know, Greg, to your point, kind of common sense, like we should have these three segments of money, money in the bank, a little bit more conservative money, and then our risk-taking money out here in the later bucket for long-term growth. But it's amazing how profound it is, the impact it makes. And I mean, what would you say, Greg, out of 10 prospects that come into your office, how many people actually have any type of segmentation of their money? Like call it the bucket plan, call it whatever you want to call it, mental accounting. How many of them actually have that? I, I don't think you could even say one out of 10, Dave. I mean, it, it's just, it's that, there's that much of a separation in the industry, right? Because as we grew up in the industry, the way I grew up in the industry, it was all about wealth management. It was about principles of long, term investing, right? It wasn't about distribution planning. It was about the accumulation of wealth. And there wasn't a lot of thought centered around planning with folks, especially in the market that we work in as they're near retirement. It's like I've, they've been in nothing but the accumulation phase, right? So I always tell them the rules of the game change. And if you don't change your philosophy, then you can get beaten by the rules. Right. It, it, it's these principles that you have to understand the way of doing things that you've done for your entire life. What you know, what you understand are all sound principles. They all work. And I'm sure your, your advisor you're working with is a good wealth management management person. But at the end of the day, you're entering the distribution phase. And if you're not cognizant of the fact that the rules are changing, you're setting yourself up for failure. One of the things I often tell people, Dave, you know, I, I, in the end of it, I like to be a very boring planner. And what I mean by that is I like predictability, right? 
if we eliminate some of these risks, mitigate some of these risks, you narrow the variance. What sequence does, the order of returns does, if you don't have a lot of promise-based income or assumed bucket funding, your variance is large, right? So the, the spread on the outcome is huge. I like to shrink that spread. I like to tell people, let's reduce the variance, create a more predictable outcome to create the confidence, right? It's all about the confidence. If we can shrink that variance, we're, we're going to win. Even in a bad scenario, we win. It may not be the legacy we wanted to leave, but we win and we keep those priorities at, at focus and, and, and create the ability to, to, to weather these storms. To your point, eliminate the emotion, right? Because the emotions are what kill you. You know, the, we, I, I don't think there's a person in the market that doesn't feel like there's going to be volatility or doesn't feel like they're going to recover long term. It's just that how many times have you heard the terminology, I need to stop the bleeding, right? Yeah. Well, we're, yeah. we're not bleeding in the soon bucket. You know, in the soon bucket, we're fine. And, and that's going to take care of us for our 10 years. You know, we'll, we'll, we have the opportunity to recover and we're going to create more success and illustrating it that way with whatever software you're going to use, math is math, right? I'm a math guy. At the end of the day, it shows mathematically how you have a better outcome and a better opportunity to create predictability in that outcome, which instills that confidence for people to enjoy. That's why they don't let you in the casinos anymore, right, Hammer? <laughs> that's right. I go with the specific, that's not even a bucket. That's like the that's like the miscellaneous mad money. I go in expecting to lose that. <laughs> That's right. Awesome. Well, hey, I know David and I have two more annual reviews coming up later this evening. Looking forward to those. Hammer, I know you're on your way out to go on a hunting trip with your brothers, uh, which is why you're broadcasting from the car today. I appreciate both your time, David or Greg, any kind of closing words of wisdom or insight for everybody listening? Yeah, I'll say very simply that I think a lot of how we gain the people into becoming clients by focusing on the planning process, the initial part of our discovery, design and delivery, we never even bring in performance because it doesn't matter. By fundamentally creating this plan, right, and positioning assets properly, and being able to illustrate that with similar returns, it creates more success. So you're not talking about how you can create a better performance for people. You're talking about how you're positioning things to do the things that you need them to when you expect them to and when you have to have them do it, right? And then, you know, in that process, we often say, hey, this is just the planning, right? This is just planning. We haven't even talked about performance. You know, markets are going to dictate performance. Let's talk about how we can mitigate the volatility. Awesome. And I would just say, trust the process. And this goes back to the bucket plan 1.0, particularly the 2.0 with the checklist and everything it is that if you're an advisor listening to this, the more that I stick to what's on that list, the process and follow it down, it seems like the smoother the meetings go. And so it's all out there the process is in place and it, it seems to work and it's proven itself in a difficult time. Yep. And I will tell you, and I say this in every live training, the process and the checklist, I know they make me and David just so much more efficient because we're all kind of operating under the same framework that as soon as we get off that meeting, we know exactly what needs to happen to can be, continue that client through the planning process. And so fellows, I appreciate you joining in today. Hope everyone got some value out of the bucket plan on demand. 
check out our other episodes. And if you need anything, please reach out to our concierge support desk at C2P Enterprises. We're here to help you grow. Appreciate it. Have a great day. The Bucket Plan On Demand series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity, a financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach on advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit claritytoprosperity.com.